This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. So, guys, I'm going to take us away from the Super Bowl for a little bit and focus on New York City and the crime wave that is sweeping the city. I mean, it is really scary out there. So I put out this video on my Twitter and it's in Queens and it happens right there. Um, let me get the address for you. If you look at my Twitter at Lydia News, L-I-D-I-A-N-E-W-S, it's right there on Cypress Avenue in Ridgewood by Capus Auto. You'll see that a guy, a woman, excuse me, it might be a woman or a man walking across the street and that person gets nicked by a car, a white car. And then another car right behind it, a giant SUV sees there's no possible way that person could not have seen what happened, then runs over that person as well. And they both just leave. I mean, you see the car go like it jumps over while it crushes the person's body underneath it. So you have that going on. And then Nino's, famous Nino's restaurant on 72nd and 1st Avenue. I know it well. I've met the owner multiple times. He's an Albanian guy. Of course, the best Italian restaurants, right? You joke around. They're always owned by Albanians. He's from Montenegro, which is where my parents are from. Nino Selimai. And by the way, I've only been to that restaurant once, Nino's. And you have one guest who was there with me and Danielle. Who were we there with? John. Correct. John and Margo. That's right. Yes, it's a great restaurant in the middle of the day yesterday at two o'clock in the afternoon as they were getting ready for their Super Bowl party. Two guys go in masked up and I'm thinking it, it was an inside job because they were literally covered from head to toe. All you could see was the person's eyes. Take, an, take a listen to Nino. He gave an exclusive interview to NBC News. Here's the first part of it describing what happens. I was praying to God. Dear God, just save me because I want to see my wife and my kids again. I was praying for her. That's all. I, I, I didn't care for money or anything else. I came in and uh, we, I went to the kitchen to put the lights on. And uh, at that point, I spent like a two minutes in the kitchen checking my refrigeration. When I came out, the guy from nowhere with the com- completely mask, I just could see the eyes with a silver gun pointed at me, cursing F words, lay down, lay down. They tie my hands, and then the guy put the foot on my head, and uh, where is the money, where is the safe? Terrible. So they cleaned him out of about $12,000, and it's just really horrifying. And then what happens in Chinatown, that 35-year-old woman who was followed up six flights of stairs by a career criminal, a guy who had a long rap sheet, violent attacks on people, 25-year-old homeless guy, once again, and he follows her into her apartment and stabs her to death. And, and I mean, this it's just, it. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. And you know things are bad when I'm stumped well, of I what hate, to say. I hate to be repetitive, but it wasn't a white supremacist. Just right. FYI. No, it is. And uh, she disgusting. was Asian. And she, she was, was Asian. Asian. And yes, mm-hmm. uh, as you say, uh, he followed her up the stairs, all these priors. We have to find out who let this guy out on the streets and name them and shame them. This has got to be the policy from now on. Find out. They, they, those are the people who directly have blood on their hands that allowed this guy out when he shouldn't have been out on the street. And now this woman who only moved to New York City a year ago, mm-hmm. she's dead. She was brutally stabbed to death in her own apartment. It is absolutely horrifying, terrifying. It's just, it's mortifying what's what's happening in the city. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, like you think of the 40-year-old woman who was pushed on the subway, the Asian woman. At, I Michelle Go, And that guy, too. Morning. That guy, too, had a long rap sheet. These homeless people that are mentally ill 
and we're just allowing them to decay, to slowly commit suicide on the streets while they wreak havoc, and they're trying to run around and kill people. And because they're so mentally deranged, we are not helping these people by allowing them to just be out on the streets. That's why sometimes getting arrested is the best thing that could ever happen to somebody, because then they're forced to get medical attention, to get the help, to get uh, medicine that or, they need. Or, and there also needs to be follow-up care. Or do, do the time. Uh, at the right, very least, exactly. Keep, let let the the, uh, the lunatics, the psycho uh, of vagrants, let them do the, what, what they do in a prison to the other prisoners, not to innocent people on the streets of New York City. We have a right to live peacefully. What are we paying all over these taxes for? And the cops, they've been neutered. They the I just I don't I, I don't even know. So then Minos Salimai, he says this at the end. And I thought this was very poignant because it is so true. You could tell he kind of stopped himself a little bit or maybe the reporter cut it off because he was about to go. It looks like he kind of went on a rant. But take a listen. How are you doing? I'm doing OK. OK. Just so sad to see what's happening in the greatest city. And they can't find a, a solution. This is uh, uh, so sad to see everybody who is out there. Please see something. Say something. This is the situation because if it happened to me, it can happen to anybody. You know, it it is a, a crisis of politicians. It is this is all politically created. I mean, you, so many different factors. It was exacerbated, you know, uh, exponentially by the overreaction to the death of George Floyd, and now it's reached uh, way past crisis proportions. But yeah, what's happening in this city? And then you have the uh, the, the the Biden spokeslady saying. Oh, they're overreacting, overreacting to the perception of crime or whatever the hell she said, dismissing it like it's not real. I mean, tell that uh, the, the poor Asian lady that was stabbed on the sixth floor in her apartment. It really it, it's gross. It's disgusting. And uh, name and shame is the only thing I can think at this point, starting with the legislature, the lenient judges, you know, put them plaster them on the front page of the New York Post. And I don't know, pull a page from their playbook. Let's go to their homes and uh, with bullhorns and start screaming at them. Uh, that's the only thing I can think. Throw, Bernie, throw, they don't, throw blood they don't on their doors. They're they're laughing at us. They're laughing at us. Mayor Garcetti, again, I don't care. See, the, the difference is I don't care if they don't wear masks. It's not about the masks anymore. Mayor Garcetti, he was pictured at the Super Bowl game. I put that up on my Twitter as well. He's not wearing a mask. He has it in his hand. Was he holding his breath? Absolutely not. AOC was also at the Super Bowl indoors, not outdoors, indoors, dancing around. She was like, oh, can Ted Cruz do this? And she's dancing and this and that. They're laughing at us. They think this is funny. They are basically giving the American people that are following the rules that our kids, like my daughter, five years old now, had to go to school. She has to wear the mask. They're giving us the middle finger. And we have woken up. We realize what's going on. Rules for, you know, rules for thee and not for me situation. We realize it. But when are the rest of America, Americans that supposedly voted for Biden, when are they going to wake up and realize that this is about control? This is not about the virus. This is not about our safety. This is about them being able to dominate us. Well, uh, speaking of the awakening, hopefully it's happening now. The tide seems to be turning a bit. You have, uh, you know, all, as Sid talked about earlier, the Democrat the governors saying no more masks, no more mask mandates, uh, no more mandates, period. So they are turning around because they realize, I, I think, that there is somewhat of an awakening which will uh, manifest itself uh, come uh, November, hopefully, if there's a God in heaven. 
Well, everybody who voted Democrat, this is what you get. Not all Democrats are bad. I got some hate for it, Sid, by the way, about our discussion the other day. Remember when we said there are some common sense Democrats out yeah, there? And people were like, oh, Lydia, how could you say that? I said, absolutely. Look at Cinema. Look at Manchin. Look at David Patterson. There's Robert Holden out in Queens. There are a lot of good, sensible Democrats uh, no, 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 out no, 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 there. That's what I'm going to stop you. A lot See? is a big word. There are some. But they have no courage. There they are don't have some, the well, if you don't have, courage, if you don't have stand courage, up and do what's right. Well, but then you don't have the common sense either. If you're not yeah. courageous, you have no common sense. So I would just argue that word a lot, uh, two words. I would say there are some, there are some, there needs to be a heck of a lot more. Bill Moore, Matt Taibbi, some influential right. guys. Some stuff guys like are that. coming around, sure. Joe but- Rogan. Joe Rogan, well, he but he he never has been a, a liberal. I mean, he was well, he was, kind of was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Yeah, he was. You're right, but then he went and supported Donald Trump. I, look, I mean, what you saw last night, even again, uh, with Eminem kneeling and the the comment from Dr. Dre at the end of the song, and you know, and a perfect opportunity there for for these guys uh, with all the hate to come out and just kind of put it to bed, and they double down on it. So we we are far from a lot of people, Lydia. We're we've got some. Yeah. We need a heck of a lot more. Did you see Eminem got his eyebrows microbladed? <laughs> I didn't notice that, did he? Yes, look at his eyebrows. Look no. at his the picture of him. That's why I think he had his hoodie up. His eyebrows look like they've been drawn in with a Sharpie. He's such a fool. Any, One any, white guy performing and he idiot. kneels. It's like, what do you know of the plight of the black man? Well, You're no, as white no, as no. white he, could he be. Does, Shut he does, up. He, no, he does know that. He grew up basically a black kid in, in Michigan. He basically was a black kid. Well, but... maybe he should kneel and apologize for all the homophobic slurs that he has spewed throughout the decades. I and agree. a hug with Elton John doesn't suffice. If he want, now he's all self-righteous, mister. Give me a break. Any, any truth to the rumor? Lydia, that you're coming to work today dressed in the same exact outfit as Mary J. Blythe was wearing last night. <laughs> you know what I loved about that? See, you know, I'm really, really, really old. Because Except for Kendrick Lamar. At first, when he was kneeling down, I thought, is that R. Kelly? Then I realized he's in prison <laughs> for, yeah. for raping minors. Yeah. But well, I knew every single song. Me too. Because I love hip-hop. I do. I love hip-hop. I love old-school hip-hop. Not I this- don't love hip-hop, but I knew every song, which means they did a good job of at least, you know. It was it, great. Uh, cut, you're right. A, a regular guys like me knew the songs, and it was kind of cool, but. They and Mary it. J, she's from the Y.O. She's from Yonkers. No yeah, Bernie Bender. Uh, yeah, she was my, uh, oh, my homegirl. Yeah, he used to bang her. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, she, and every every performer there was over the age of 45. It wasn't like some – well, is Kendrick Lamar? I forget because I, I wasn't – that was the low point in my opinion. But And then also Mary J, she's got the thick thighs. She looked good. She's full-figured, and she was belting it out. I love – Love Mary J. I love her. And my favorite song of hers is Real Love. Real Love. <laughs> Justin didn't have it. I'm searching for a real nice. love. I love yeah. her. Uh, I, I, love, I, I always love Mary J. Blige until Sid uh, disabused me of my love. Well, yeah, you may not love her, Lydia. Week. Right. If you go Google her and the police and you see some of the things she has said in the past, she, let's put it this way. She belonged on stage with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg last well, night. Well, sh- she grew up in the Schlobaum housing project, Bernie. How bad was that housing I know, project? It was horrendous. I mean, I used it to was, drive a taxi. Ooh. I would pick her up there. She'd ride around with me for the night. But uh, it, it is real. You one rode of, around with Mary J. Blige? Yeah. Why we, am I just hearing this? We were homegirls back in home. home Are people. you kidding me? Uh, yeah, I'm kidding you. But no, oh. I, was, I, was there, I was there, though, while she lived in the projects, those projects that I used to pick people up from, Schlobaum, one of the worst projects oh, in the my country. Oh, God. In oh the country. God. By the way, yesterday on the pregame show, they're like, Mary J. Blige from the Bronx. She might no. have been born in the Bronx, but she grew up in Yonkers. Southwest in, in, Yonkers. There's in, a big right, difference. Right near Ghetto Square, which is a, 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 a Well, maybe it's come, come back somewhat, but it was a disgusting no. place a while ago. 
said basically Shlobam housing project they should bomb it like there should no, just be a no, bomb no, it's so wrong. sad they would call that they would call that urban renewal no that is rough i know who is uh, a great job lydia that was really really bill, a great bill o'reilly oh, bill nice. o'reilly and bill. and justin do you got my going out music i wanted him to play some going, going out, out music, music while i tease it come on oh, oh my god what's going on here i gotta I, tell you this i gotta play clip of the day uh, so uh okay so john katsvatidis cats at night five o'clock bill o'reilly it doesn't get any better no doubt. Lydia Serrano on <laughs> the Bernie and Sid Show. Music now. <laughs> we love us some Lydia. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive Free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.